welcome to this edition of Keep Watch Pass on the It's Not That Bad podcast channel, a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. We are continuing our musical-themed episodes of January with a look at movie soundtracks. And here to join me for this musical journey is my lovely wife, Carrie. Carrie, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing good. Now, last episode... We made a promise to our listeners that we were not going to sing during the musicals episode. We broke that that promise within about two minutes. <laughs> so I'm going to put this to you. Are we going to make that same promise or are we just going to pretend that the promise doesn't exist and we make no guarantees that we won't sing? We shall see. But um, again, as I had mentioned earlier in the previous podcast, um, if you haven't heard it, listen to it. Um but life does need a soundtrack. Oh, it completely needs Every a soundtrack. Every day needs like to have its own individual playlist. Right? Yep. I mean, there's Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. That's out there. There's uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. So that's out there. So where are, where is Jay and Carrie's playlist? Where is our soundtrack? Where, who Make are the it bands? so. I'd be curious. I I would love to know what songs you would put on your soundtrack. That's <laughs> that's that's another podcast episode somewhere down the road. Oh my god! Yeah. How many times have you woken up with a song in your head, and for whatever reason, it's just like on repeat, yeah. like over and over and over. And then the creepier thing is if you get in the car and the song goes on. Has that ever happened to you? I don't know if it's ever happened to me like that. Um, I know there have been times when the radio just hits the mood just right, no matter. And it's like, like how do you know? How do you know radio? <laughs> what do you know? And when it's did in you know my it? Head. But the other thing too is, I mean, I I know I'm guilty of this, so I apologize to you, and I apologize to anyone around me. Anytime anyone says anything, instantly whatever they say triggers a song lyric memory in my head, and I feel that urge to want to sing out. So I'm sorry. But I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry, and this is just how I'm wired. Well, at least you're aware of it. I am fully aware of it. Okay. I am aware of all my foibles, and I'm going to sing it out no matter what, because otherwise I may explode, and no one wants to clean that up. No. But we are going to take this episode and take a look at movie soundtracks. Now, we're talking about the songs that are on the album, not necessarily the ones that were in the movie, but they never made the soundtrack. We're talking about the CDs. Remember those things? Physical media, the CDs? Right. We're talking about the CDs that accompanied the movies and featured songs that were in the movie or sometimes didn't make the movie. And we're going to pick three of them. A keep, a watch and a pass. The keep is one that we would put on no matter what and sometimes is actually better than the movie itself. The watch is where the soundtrack of the movie, I guess, are on equal planes and you could, you know, if it's on great, all good. The pass, it doesn't necessarily mean that the movie was bad. But the soundtrack left a little bit to be desired. But we're going to start with our keep. So, Carrie, what is your keep soundtrack? Oh, well, if you don't know, I think you know. You got to know. This particular soundtrack, I actually had to buy two copies of the cassette because the first one I literally wore out. Oh, wow. Played it so often, it wore out. And that is Pump Up the Volume. Mm. The only version of Leonard Cohen's Everybody Knows. 
that I know of. That you know of. Because for the most part, um, actually, no, on the on the soundtrack, was it not done by- It was done by Concrete Blonde. Concrete Blonde. Right. But in now, the movie- In the movie, they used the Leonard Cohen version, but on the actual soundtrack, it is Concrete Blonde. And Jeanette Napolitano is- That's a right around the time, too, like shortly before, uh, I think, the, their Bloodletting album came out. And Bloodletting, I'm telling you right now, I played the out of that album. The absolute- like, that is, of that year, one of my favorite albums of all time. And her, their version of Everybody Knows, I think, is actually... Is it sacrilege to say that I think it's better than Leonard Cohen's? Oh, don't... No, no, no. Don't do that. Because I was so disappointed when I first bought the soundtrack that it wasn't that it Leonard wasn't Le- Cohen. I, I can understand that. But still, that aside, the soundtrack is great. I mean... Hello, Dad. I'm in jail. Yeah, but that song jail. wasn't on the soundtrack, though. Was it not? It was not. Wiener oh. Schnitzel was not on the, on the, no. If I remember correctly, though, that song was on the Short Music for Short People compilation, but that song was not on the actual CD. Hmm. I was disappointed when I looked at the CD and realized that that song was not on there. That movie and that soundtrack, like, that was a moment. That, that was a moment that defined the zeitgeist. Like, everything about that film and everything with that soundtrack just hit on so many different levels. It was strangely prophetic. Was right? like, hmm, and now, here we are. I was like, here we are in our <laughs> basement talking to, you know, listeners around the world. And somehow, they're for some reason, they're listening to us. Right, but we're not going to go burning any schools down. No, they didn't burn the school down. No, 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 no. No, they no. burned the letters. However, if you do write us poetry, we'll we'll read it, I guess. <laughs> we'll read it. They did host like a protest. Right? And was chased by the cops and, you know. And the only protest we're ever going to, you know, we're ever going to, to spur on is very, very lackadaisical protests. Like, this movie's not that bad. This movie's not that bad. We're not going to protest. Gutter, Gutter is, is a, a tool. tool. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like in this in this past five minutes, we have literally like We've covered recapped <laughs> many of our previous right? conversations. We're just going to speed run through the entire hundred plus episode run of It's Not That Bad in about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, we're going to treat it like Potted Potter. We'll just speed run through everything. Oh, I like that. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen the stage play of Potted Potter, go see the stage play of Potted Potter. It is absolutely worth your time and money. I... I didn't want to be obvious with my keep pick. But you will. <laughs> but I, I will, but this was a toss-up. And I could have gone one of two ways, and I decided to go with the fun route rather than the hard route. Okay. Because we're talking Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, really? I did not see that coming. No. I, I was expecting the crow. The crow was or the other one that I was definitely thinking of. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, but Romeo and Juliet was a, was a little weird, and the the actual soundtrack for Romeo and the Juliet it's good, it's good, but it's not my it's not keep level good, mm. right? The score is keep level, but it's not the soundtrack itself is not keep level. I so dislike 
when the movie is so iconic for a song and it's not included on the soundtrack. Well, you know, it's it's Rights funny issue. you mention that. It's funny you mention that. So before I get, I talk about Josie and the Pussycats. Just let me diatribe here for a second about Romeo and Juliet since you brought it up. <laughs> The end credit music for the movie is exit music for a film by Radiohead, which is one of my favorite Radiohead songs of all time. And if we were to do it, there can only be one on Radiohead. Spoiler alert, that might be the song. Not Karma Police? No. Oh, okay. Karma Police annoys the crap out of me. Really? Exit music for a film. Who? But it wasn't on the soundtrack for Romeo and Juliet. It was only on their OK Computer album. But Talk Show, that song was on Romeo and Juliet. But I digress. But we're talking Josie and the Pussycats. Which, that's this movie, for the record, does qualify for It's Not That Bad. How have we not covered this yet? But this movie doesn't work if the soundtrack is not good. The soundtrack is phenomenal. And for those of you who don't know, it's not Rachel Lee Cook singing. It's Kay Hanley, the lead singer of Letters to Cleo. By the way, if you want a good deep dive into this album, uh, go listen to the My Weekly Mixtape episode with Kay Hanley on the show. Brian Colburn does a phenomenal interview with her. Uh, It's a great show to listen to. Uh, Go check that one out. Kay Hanley does a phenomenal deep dive into this. But this, this whole album, right? Three small words, pretend to be nice, spin around, your star. Like, the songs are just bangers. Like, even the two du jour songs on there, they're just so much fun. And I freaking love the film. You know I do. You know I do. But I, I, I still, I don't get it. Why have we not done an episode on this film yet? I, I think maybe you don't want to admit that it was panned by the critics. You're in denial. No, no, I, I'm not. I'm never in denial that the critics pan a good movie. Um, I just haven't forgiven them for it. Mm. I guess maybe that's it. Okay, we'll 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 go with that. We'll go with that. But trust me when I say I would I would absolutely spin this album anytime. Three small words is such a fun song. Love that. All right, so now we're gonna move on to our watch picks and. My watch has a number of artists on there that I absolutely love. And this soundtrack, so much better than the movie. So much better than the movie. The movie itself does qualify, and that movie is Great Expectations. Listen to this list of artists. Chris Cornell, Duncan Sheik, Pulp, Poe, Scott Weiland, The Verve Pipe, Iggy Pop, The Grateful Dead, and the one and only... Tori Amos. Two Tori Amos songs. Finn and Siren. The Tori Amos songs, to me, aren't even the best songs on the album. But they're still good Tori Amos songs. Chris Cornell's uh, Sun Shower is a phenomenal song. Wishful Thinking from Duncan Sheik. Uh, Lady Your Roof Brings Me Down from Scott Weiland. It's funny because of Scott Weiland's solo stuff, my two favorite songs were both on soundtracks. There was this one, Lady, Your Your Roof Brings Me Down, and then off the Avengers soundtrack when he did the song Breathe. His soundtrack songs are are phenomenal. Um, But the movie is 
It's okay. It's okay. It's got a good cast. It's okay. The soundtrack is the mood on this one. All right. Your watch pick. Okay. Um, this one's going to come out of left field. Um, but I picked the other Madonna movie, not... Um, not Who's That Girl? Nope. Nope. Not Who's That Girl. I picked Dick Tracy. Okay. So the I'm Breathless, Breathless album. Breathless Mahoney. Yeah. No. Um, that was a soundtrack that I had on repeat for the longest time. Like, it, it was just so good and so out of my wheelhouse of, like, listening music. So, yeah. I, I will say, when I did the Madonna episode of There Can Only Be One uh, with Sean Faust, that album was was a fun listen because, because it was it was different than everything she had put at that point because, of course, a lot of them are, are standards and, and covers. Um, but she... She just brought that sultry life to them, and you know, like again, it was it was a musical change, but it fits so well. That's the thing. Madonna's an excellent singer, but this one was just she was made for this role, right? Like, or the role was made for her. Either, either. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where when it comes to Madonna movies, um, and I remember when we were doing the. Uh, movie starring recording artists. Um, I think there were like two Madonna movies on my list. You know, my watch was A League of Their Own, which she was great in. The whole movie was great. And then my my skip was um, swept away because that film was... Mm, <laughs> no. I no. think I'd like to see maybe a new version of Dick Tracy where Lady Gaga is doing the music you know what no 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 i mean could she do it there's zero question i mean let's be honest lady gaga can do pretty much whatever the hell she wants because she is that freaking talented i don't know if i would cast her in it because it would be too typecast i think or pink pink would be an interesting choice it would be fascinating it would be fascinating um i mean i could have also pictured maybe christina aguilera as well but it, it might have been not sultry enough maybe mm. adele adele mm. would be an interesting pick for that too but hmm. that would require them to make another dick tracy film which you know i'm down with that I mean, it, it was so much fun. It, it was such a fun movie. Oh, it was an absolutely fun movie. But we've been there. We've done that. Do we really want to, you know, retread? You know, why not? We're remaking everything, right? What's old is new again. If, and if we're not remaking it, we're waiting till things go to public domain, and then we're butchering the crap out of it. I want to see. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I want to see like a Dick Tracy of today, where he's you know driving a friggin'. I don't know. What, a Tesla? Yeah. (laughs) No. Tesla police car. You know what's going to happen, though? Eventually, at some point, some of these comic book characters are going to enter the public domain, and people are going to be dressed up as Dick Tracy and slaughtering the shit out of teenagers. Oh. Because you know it's going to happen. Like, that trend... Poor Mickey. That trend's going to be running to the ground in about three years. Oh, Mickey. You're so fun. You... Who? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. No. Just. Just no. All right. Oh. 
Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. So no. what is your past soundtrack? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Okay, so again, like taking it back, um, this is a soundtrack that I used to play quite a lot. And it it pains me to pass, but I think it's one of those like once you've overplayed something, if you hear a song on the radio, it's almost triggering. <laughs> so, oh, oh no, you have PTSD. I'm, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on the cocktail soundtrack, and only because of Kokomo. <laughs> right now, I can't possibly. Right now, there, there's someone listening to this going Aruba, Get Jamaica. Take it Ooh, slow. I wanna take you to Bermuda, Bahama. <laughs> Come on, pretty mama. And he's singing. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, friends. We have made it at least 15 minutes into this episode, so we've spared you long enough. What took you so long? <laughs> I was waiting for the Kokomo. Uh, but yeah, no, like that. The hippie, hippie shake. Well, okay. Hippie, hippie shake, I would it's, still spin any day. Yeah. Right? But, but yeah, no. And, I, and I've played hippie, hippie shake live. It's a fun song to play. But yeah, no, Kokomo, I, based on that song alone... Kokomo may be one of those those songs that could be considered a war crime. Oh, it's not that bad. But funny <laughs> it's not enough, that good. <laughs> funny enough, though, as I was doing my notes, the song actually came on the radio. I'm not even joking. Oh. And it literally took me back because this one was not on my radar at all until I heard Kokomo on the radio. And then I was like, oh, the freaking cocktail soundtrack <laughs> i'm passing on that one only because like i said it was one that i literally played to death yeah i did i mean you literally have ptsd post-traumatic soundtrack disorder right mm. there are people who are now 
sitting there and agreeing with it. These are probably the same people too that played the shit out of My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion from from Titanic. Because no, no, I'm not gonna not, not even. It would be a war crime if I try to sing Celine Dion. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Okay, my pass soundtrack is on a movie that again qualifies for it's not that bad should not qualify for it's not that bad because the movie itself the movie is iconic iconic and one of our favorites and yet the soundtrack i would throw that out the car window oh space balls with a space balls oh my god watch out John Morris did the Spaceballs main title theme. But also, if you take a look at this soundtrack, you got Kim Carnes, you got Berlin, you got the Pointer Sisters, and Van Halen of all bands. But the funny thing is, you also had Bon Jovi played in the movie, but you didn't have that song on the sound. You had, think about when Spaceballs came out. Bon Jovi is one of the biggest bands in the world at that time. Slippery When Wet is exploding all over the place. Slippery When Wet exploding all over the place. Name of your sex tape? Right? (laughs) Come on. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. You can edit that. (laughs) No, that's going to stay in. That's going to stay in. But the thing is, the Spaceballs song alone is enough. To make me take the autopilot off any car and find the nearest brick wall. Oh my God. It's funny because this is around that time when people were writing songs for movies. And they basically told you the entire plot of the movie in the song lyrics. And thought it was a good idea. In hindsight, pretty kitsch, pretty, 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 you know, pretty chez. But I get it. I get that that was an 80s thing, right? You had to write a song with the title of the movie as like the the chorus and you pretty much knew what was going to happen in the movie if you listened to the song. And then if you watch the video on Much Music or MTV, depending on where you are, you pretty much got everything in the video for the soundtrack song. Why spend the eight bucks going to see the movie? I say eight bucks as it was the 80s. Now it's you got to take a mortgage out. <laughs> I mean, you could say the same thing about Ghostbusters, right? You didn't need to see the movie if you watched the Ray Parker Jr. video on Much Music. Oh, come on. I mean, you should have gotten to see the movie. It's, it's, it's a fun... And there's another thing too. Ghostbusters, right? Soundtrack, meh. Movie, great. Song, tells the story of the movie. But, I mean, there's actually a documentary recently done on Ray Parker Jr. and the celebrity that he got for that one song. If they end up doing a documentary on the Spaceballs theme song, count me out. Although that be... Can you imagine? I just want to pontificate. I want to to manifest this into reality here. You remember VH1's Behind the Music? Mm -hmm. Right? Great show. Great show. We need a show that takes... Iconic songs tells the story behind the explosion of the song 
and how it went from being played all over the place to don't you dare hit play on that song or I'll beat you with a baseball bat. Kokomo would be on that up uh, that, that show. <laughs> like, think about it, right? Mm. Kokomo would definitely be on that show. Because, like, the song was, Don't Worry, Be Happy would be on that show. Um, like, the songs that, yeah, they were fun for the moment. And that moment should never come back. I mean, if Don't Worry, Be Happy comes on now, I think the trauma has passed of that moment. Still not over Kokomo yet, though. I, don't, I mean, there's always happy. Oh. Um, the, oh, I know, right? That was really a contender, too, based on that one song. And right. Like, I can't damn the whole movie soundtrack because of one song. I'd like to. Right. But we're not going to. Because I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't think of that song and not have that Batman slapping the shit out of Robin meme. Right. Because I'm... No, you're not. <laughs> Are you happy now? <laughs> oh boy blunder anyways before we go please remind our listeners what your keep watch and pass soundtracks are all righty i am keeping the pump up the volume soundtrack and i am i am watching or listening is that right am i spinning I guess in this case, you'd be spinning, shuffling, and skipping. That kind of feels crossover like, episode. I know, kind of, mm. kind of feels like I should be saying something different. All right, so I am forever spinning. Pump up the volume. I am. What's the other one? Occasionally shuffling. I'm occasionally shuffling the Dick Tracy soundtrack and skipping the cocktail soundtrack, only based on Kokomo. Ah, well, I mean, there's a lot of people who would diss Kokomo and skip on that, but mm. I'm sure somewhere down the road we'll bring that album over to spin shuffle skip. Does that skip. movie, is that, is that a contender? Cocktail? Oh, hells yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. It's a great movie. Was it? I enjoyed it. Was it really? It was. I mean, don't get me wrong, Elizabeth Shue was great in that film. The rest of it, me. Quite possibly one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. And, oh. you know, Top Gun. Okay, no, no, no. We got through with as minimal singing as possible. I'm not going to start mouth guitaring everything here. All right. My keep soundtrack is Josie and the Pussycast. My watch slash shuffle, I guess, would be is Great Expectations. And my pass is We're the Space Balls. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the mute button. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm just I'm sorry, but Carrie, thank you for suffering through this with me, and to you, our listeners, thank you for listening to this episode. Now, if there is a topic that you want us to cover, make sure you hit us up on social media at Not That Badcast, or go to our website at NotThatBadcast.com. And while you're there, make sure you check out all of our other shows. Until next time, she's Carrie. I'm Jay. You guys are awesome. This is Keep Watch Pass on the It's Not That Bad podcast channel, a member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 